0: In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin Bollinger Bands echo a move that ended in 40%. January gains. Also breaking news just in, Indonesia launches its own crypto exchange and clearinghouse as mass adoption continues. We'll also be discussing BlackRock ETF will be a big rubber yes stamp for Bitcoin. According to Charles Edwards of Capriole Investments, I'm also going to be sharing with you a whopping $7.3 million Bitcoin price prediction based on on institutional asset managers and their 131 trillions of dollars that are going to be flowing into Bitcoin. We'll also be discussing Bitfinex hackers agree to forfeit billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin and a new plea deal, as well as there's only 280 days left until the Bitcoin halving of 2024. We'll be comparing this cycle to the previous cycles, as well as Bitcoin exploding by over 880% to $300,000 per coin. And uh Mark Yusko says, in fact... It's not even a debate. It is very easy. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at Crypto News Alerts. Dot net. Again, that's crypto news alerts And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1348. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 21st, 2023. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch. And like I said, respect the pump. We got Bitcoin on the cusp of recapturing 30,000, which we were above here this morning, still up 0.6% for the day, trading just under that 30,000 psychological mark. We have Ether up a half a percent, Hovering at around $1900 While XRP and Cardano Are correcting and in the red and checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap says at $1.2 trillion with about $34.5 billion in volume at the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at 48.3% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, maker lead in the pack up 12%, trading at $1,142, followed by synthetics up 8%, trading at $3.14, followed by mass network up 6%, trading just under $4. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. We also have Maker leading the pack here up roughly 12%, along with synthetics up 8.3% and it's good to see the majority of them are back in the green. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're dead in the middle with a neutral rating of 50. Yesterday was a 56 in greed, last week a 60, and last month a 59 in greed. So there you have it. And welcome to y'all just joining us. Make sure to say hello and let me know where you're from in the live chat. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. And with that being shared, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and the price action. Uh, pretty 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 exciting stuff. Bitcoin lining up a burst of volatility that could rival its 40% January gains. According to the latest on-chain data coming from Glassnode, the Bitcoin price acted in a tight range for the entire month, using 30000 as a focal point for sideways behavior. Popular analyst Askel Kabar says it's putting both sides of the bears to the test. Now, he also says, seems like Bitcoin is exhausting many traders' patience. That is usually the condition when you see before strong moves. Not sure about the direction, though. I will stick with my well-defined boundaries. I know that increased volatility is around the corner. Capture the directional move as outlined here in this annotated chart. And according to the Bollinger Bands behavior, that move should come sooner rather than later. Send it. Let's freaking go. Now, the classic volatility indicators currently printing a tell tail sign that the day is a range bound Bitcoin price action are numbered. Bollinger Bands use standard deviation around a simple moving average to determine when an asset's price is due to shift. In trend and on bitcoin its upper and lower bands are unusually close together at present and more compact in fact than at any time since bitcoin began its 2023 upside quoting them here the digital asset market continues to see remarkably little volatility with the classic 20-day bollinger bands experiencing an extreme squeeze and it added that with a range of just 4.2 percent this marked the quietest bitcoin market since the low of early January, and at the time, Bitcoin saw a breakout, which then continued throughout the month, bringing January gains to around 40%. 40%. Now, continuing, Glassnode noted that at the current levels, there was little by way of active selling, either for profit or loss. This lack of realized activity comes despite Bitcoin price gains since January and is a historically common phenomenon in periods after price cycle lows. Quoting them again, this compression and volatility is matched by cyclical lows and realized profit and loss being locked in. By the market, the sum of profit plus losses currently equals around $290 million per day. And whilst this is a significant sum on a nominal basis, it is again comparable to the 2019 peak in the October 2020 where Bitcoin prices were 50% lower than they currently are. As such, it suggests that even though the Bitcoin market cap is two times larger today, investors who are holding large profits or losses are extremely unwilling to spend their coins on chain. That's right. Where my HODLers at? Diamond Hands man, make some noise. So there you have it. I mean, things are looking bullish. Thus far this year, we've had pretty significant gains. And especially since the fourth quarter of last year, when Bitcoin hit that cycle bottom of roughly $15,700, we're up approximately 100%. So let's freaking go. And with that being shared, now for the latest coming out of Indonesia, let's break this down. Here we go. Here we, here we go. And shout out again to everyone here in the live chat. love y'all. The national crypto exchange announced by the Indonesian government at a week ago has begun to function, according to a statement from the country's CFP. T (laughs) C equivalent. The platform will be the only space in the country where the legal exchange of digital assets is allowed. Now they confirmed the opening of the exchange on July 20th, as of yesterday. In addition, the agency established a futures clearinghouse along with the exchange. A clearinghouse mediates between a buyer and a seller, ensuring the transactions go smoothly. Previously, it was reported and it would restrict crypto sales to local transactions while keeping them in line with international market developments, licensed traders will have one month to join the exchange. The project has been in the works since At least December of 2021 and back in September of last year, their CEO of one of 25 licensed crypto exchanges in Indonesia, partly owned by Binance, called the project a catalyst for the Indonesian crypto system as Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. Let's get it. The launch plan for the end of 2022 was delayed to June 2023 due to the process of reviewing potential participants of the exchange. And at the time, the country's trade minister announced that all active crypto exchanges with a national registration could join the exchange. And in 2022, the deputy minister of Indonesia's Ministry of Trade uh, suggested several policy changes in response to the interesting year for the development of physical trading of crypto assets. And amongst them was a requirement for two thirds of directors and commissioners at crypto firms to be Indonesian citizens. The country remains an attractive market for the crypto industry, according to this data. And in 2021, roughly 4% of the country's population were just under $11 people have currently invested into crypto. So there you have it. Let's freaking go. I mean, more mass adoption is definitely a good sign, especially with all these spot Bitcoin ETFs awaiting to be approved by the SEC and the United States, which leads us to our next story of the day talking about ETFs. Let's discuss the largest asset manager in the world's ETF, which is BlackRock, And again, welcome to y'all uh, just joining us. So Charles Edwards at Capriole Investments was recently interviewed, and there were some really good questions. I'm just going to cherry-pick a few of them, and I'll include this in the show notes below the video in the description so you can check it out in its entirety. So with the previous bullish statements continuing to stand the test of time, and after an uneventful few months, Edwards does not see the need to alter his long-term perspective, meaning he is still bullish. Uh, Bitcoin, he argues, may be less of a sure bet, on the shorter time frames, but uh, of the overarching narrative of crypto becoming a recognized global asset, class undoubtedly remains. So here's a question. When we last spoke in February, Bitcoin price was 25 Gs. Bitcoin is not only 20% higher today, but Bitcoin's NBT ratio is also at its highest levels in a decade. Does this suggest more upside. Charles Edwards responded, NBT is currently trading at a normal level at 202. It is trading in the middle of the dynamic range band, well below the 2021 highs. Given its normalized reading today, it doesn't tell us much, just that Bitcoin is fairly valued according to this metric alone. And he was also asked, at the time you describe Bitcoin as being in a new regime, but forecasts up to 12 months upward grind to come. How has your thinking evolved since? Charles Edwards responded, that thinking mostly remains today. Bitcoin- Bitcoin has steadily grinded up about 30% since February. The difference today is that the relative value up is slightly less as a result, and we are now trading into major price resistance at 32000 which represents the bottom of the 2021 bull market range in confluence with major weekly and monthly order blocks. My outlook today over the short term is mixed with a bias towards cash until one of the three things occur. Number one, price clears 32000 on the daily and weekly timeframes, or number two, the price mean reverts to... The mid 20,000s, or number three on chain fundamentals return to a regime of growth. And he also uh, goes on to share it's 50% harder to mine Bitcoin, there's 50% more competition, and as a result, 33% less relative Bitcoin revenue uh, for miners. Uh, and now I'm going to just scroll to the bottom. Like I said, it's a pretty lengthy, but really insightful interview at the same time. Uh Regarding BlackRock, let's dive into this. He says, how do you think US regulatory pressure will impact Bitcoin and crypto markets going forward? Do you think Binance and Coinbase are at the tip of the iceberg? Uh, he says, impossible to say for sure, but I believe the regulatory fears of early 2023 have well been overblown. Bitcoin was long ago classified as a commodity. Makes a great point. And from a regulatory perspective, it is clear. It's in the clear. There's definitely question. Marks on various alts, but the legal outcome of XRP being deemed not a security was definitely an interesting turn of events this month. And finally, it's pretty clear that industry and government, where it matters, is in support of this asset class and knows it is here to stay. BlackRock ETFs have a ninety-nine point eight percent success rate. Let that sink in, fam. And its announcement to launch a Bitcoin ETF was essentially a regulatory and financial industry green right, uh, green light. I agree 100%. And when asked, how do you foresee progress of the BlackRock spot ETF and its effect on Bitcoin should it launch? And he said the BlackRock ETF approval will be huge for the industry. BlackRock, being the largest asset manager in the world, is the seal of approval, which will allow a new wave of capital to flow into the market. Many institutions sat on the sidelines last year due to the concerns and uncertainty regarding crypto regulation. ETF approval will be a big rubber yes stamp for Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Charles Edwards, and I also want to point this out, as shared here by British Hoddle. the top 500 asset managers now manage $131 trillion, and now their boss, who is Larry Fink, is turning bullish as what? on Bitcoin, if just 1% of these assets move into Bitcoin, that's $1.3 trillion. And if, I believe that's, is it B-O-F-A is right, Bitcoin has a 1 to 118 multiple, this could mean $153 trillion Bitcoin market cap, send it, or $7.3 million Bitcoin price action. Are you ready? Let me know in the comments right down below. And I just want to check the chat again here what's good salim what's up tim what's good kelvin what's good baz What's good dankness what's good maximus and i appreciate you sending me that tweet yesterday on crypto twitter much love much respect respect pump. but anyways fam now for the latest plea deal from the bitfinex hackers this is actually quite interesting let's break this down that's uh <laughs> i believe that was heather morgan is that correct her name yeah heather morgan Uh, but yeah, the couple charged with laundering four and a half billion dollars in crypto and conspiracy to defraud the U.S. through a 200 or through the 2016 hack of crypto exchange Bitfinex have reached the plea deal according to court documents. Friday morning, all it took apparently was nine years, right? And as part of the plea deal, the couple have agreed to forfeit proceeds from the almost 120,000 Bitcoin they stand accused of laundering. Now, the dude and his wife, cause I don't know how to pronounce that dude's name, Heather Morgan, both of whom are arrested early uh, last year, are set to appear before a judge on August 3rd and can face up to 20 years in prison. The U.S. prosecutor said that the culprits employed numerous sophisticated laundering techniques allegedly used using false identities, automating transactions, and then depositing the funds on a variety of exchanges and dark net markets, a process known as layering. And upon arrest in February of last year, the DOJ seized $3.6 billion, considered the department's largest financial seizure ever, said Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco. But many questions about how the hack and subsequent seizure of funds happened were left unanswered. And according to court documents, both parties allegedly conspired to launder almost 120,000 Bitcoins, all stolen from the Bitfinex platform when it was hacked nine years ago in 20 or more than, oh, holy cow. No, that's what, I don't know if I'm saying that 2016. Let's just say that. Recently, the company recovered a small amount of the Bitcoin cash, interesting, that was stolen from the notorious hack. That's very fascinating. How do you think the DOJ recovered uh, some of that crypto? If I'm not mistaken, there was a big hack. I don't know if it was this specific case because it didn't specify here in the article, but the hackers were stupid enough to put the private keys. That, that was actually, I think, scam Bankman Freed. Uh, one of them, they put the private keys on like a document online and they were just able to confiscate all the crypto because you don't supposed to put your private keys on the Internet or on your computer whatsoever. But they were stupid enough uh, to do so. Obviously, if the crypto would have been in a you know private wallet, no one would have been able to confiscate it because Bitcoin is unconfiscatable. But if you willingly put your private keys online or on your computer, obviously that can become a very easy attack vector for any, uh, you know, any hacker that knows what they're doing. So anyways, fam, next story of the day, let's discuss the 2024 Bitcoin halving, because guess what? 280 days is just roughly nine months away, and then we'll dive into our main story of the day, and that's Mark Yusko of Morgan Creek Digital and his prediction of a $300,000 Bitcoin price very easy, as he says in his own words. And again, welcome to y'all just joining us. Make sure to say hello in the live chat. Now, the halving, as we know, refers to a periodic event where the Bitcoin block rewards are permanently cut in half. The last halving, I believe, is going to be in 2140, just FYI. This event takes place every four years in a cyclical cycle, with the next one being scheduled to take place sometime around April of next year. The exact estimates differ between different mining-related platforms, but in the context of the current discussion, the next halving is Assumed to be taken place roughly 280 days. Let's go. Historically, havings have held a uh, immense importance for the crypto as the block rewards are essentially the only way to mint more of the coin. So they're being cut in half, tightens the production rate of the asset and hence makes it more scarce. The height of the bull markets in the past have always occurred following the havings as these events come with a strong bullish narrative because of their significance. The havings are often close as the start and end points for defining what constitutes a Bitcoin cycle. An analyst on Twitter had posted this chart you can see on your screen that compares how the current Bitcoin cycle looks against the previous cycles when they were at similar points as in their life right now as you can uh, clearly see here the bitcoin cycles are scaled using number of days since their respective havings, and in that graph the analyst highlighted something that's immediately interesting it's the fact that the cyclical bottoms in the current and previous two cycles all took place at around the same number of days since the having. interesting right this is only assuming of course that the bottom observed after the FTX crash back in November of 2022 was really the cyclical low for the ongoing cycle of the asset. I believe it to be. I don't see us dropping back down to sub 20,000 ever again, but what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. Likewise, the cycle peaks also appear to have occurred at similar points for the ongoing and past couple of cycles. And in terms of where the last two cycles were at the stage of the ongoing cycle, the previous epoch was at the height of the April 2019 rally, while two cycles ago bitcoin was in the early bull market build-up phase it is unclear currently which of these past the current bitcoin cycle might take let me know your prediction in the comment below in the chart the data for the realized price for the asset during each cycle is also listed and in simple terms what this price signifies is the cost basis of the average hodler in the market it looks like this indicator has been remarkably close during the previous two cycles and the current one hasn't been different so far either and at the current stage of the cycles the real price has split a bit between the last two cycles as they took different paths towards the having. now the bitcoin realized price is currently right between these two curves further showing the uncertainty of which the two paths bitcoin might follow if either of them at all so there you freaking have it and welcome y'all just tuning us uh tuning in now for our main story of the day that's mark yusko's most recent prediction that the bitcoin price will hit 300 000 very easy as he says as in his own words. So let's break this down and shout out to Mark Yusko, who is the CEO of crypto hedge fund Morgan Creek Digital. Yusko says in a new Wolf of All Streets interview that if Bitcoin is considered the digital equivalent of gold, it could potentially reach the same market cap as the precious metal, which would be 887% from the current levels to a price of $300,000 per coin, quoting Mark here. If you have a base case and that market cap of Bitcoin should roughly equal gold's market cap, a reasonable, a reasonable assumption we say that bitcoin is digital gold and it plays the role of base money less just round gold, the market cap to 12 trillion, which it probably is. But here is the thing. Half of that gold isn't money. It's jewelry. It's chalices and stuff that isn't really used as a monetary base. So that half is 6 trillion. That is a 10x from here. The current price of Bitcoin is 30,000. So 10x is 300,000 per coin. 300,000 to me is so easy. We don't even have to have a debate. Very bold words. I love that. So easy, we don't need a debate. Because the idea of Bitcoin being better than gold as a store of value, unit of account, as more portable, if I had a bar of gold and I wanted to break it in half and send you half, I am not strong enough to break a bar of gold first of all. Secondly, I couldn't stuff it into my computer to send it to you. (laughs) If I want to send you some Bitcoin, it's just a couple of buttons and we're done. Facts. So that is a superior store of value. So I believe the Bitcoin gold equivalence is a no-brainer, and when Bitcoin can reach 300,000, here's what Mark had to share. Now when? Tomorrow? Next day? I don't care. Sometime in the future. That's easy. That $300,000 number. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Mark Yusko that 300,000 Bitcoin is easy and inevitable and only a matter of time. And to watch this video he did with the Wolf of All Streets on Scott Melker's podcast, check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you freaking have it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live. Q&A, and I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.